Hello, and welcome to the California Work Comp Report podcast. Today is Sunday, March 31st, 2019, and I am Corey Olson, your host. Today, we're here with Matt Saul, the office coordinator of First Health Medical Center in Fresno, California. First Health is a clinic that does workers' compensation and are users of RateFast, workers' compensation software. Um, first and foremost, welcome to the show, Matt. Thank you for having me very much. And uh, today we discuss the challenges for the average practice in understanding what impairment rating is and how it fits into a clinic. Just getting started here, uh, tell me a little about First Health Medical Center. So we've been in business uh, at our current location, I think, for 16 years. Uh, we are kind of a blend of your you know, regular walk-in clinic, occupational mm-hmm. medicine, we do a lot of third-party personal injury stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have a, a medical director and a number of chiropractic therapists um, and ancillary staff. Um, and we, we probably see a good 30 to 40 new work comp patients, uh, uh, industrial injury patients a month. It's a lot of injured people. It's uh, yeah, we we. <laughs> I mean, that's ordinary. everything from the little first aid to you know some real chronic problems. So. Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. I'm sure. I'm sure there's every field is different too. You know, like right. How, how did the office guy get a pencil through his hand or some? You know, yeah. like um, <laughs> you're an accountant, but uh, what you were doing avocados? I'm confused. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> so, um, and uh, has uh, has First Health been doing uh, workers comp all 16 years from the very beginning? You know, I can't say. So I've I've been there for five, coming up on six years, and in that amount of time, we've been doing work comp that entire span. So I'd say the the greater majority of that sixteen years, yes. Hmm. Got it. Got it. And then um, when you when you came in to take on the job of being uh, office coordinator, was that your first experience with work comp and impairment reports and everything like that? Certainly from that side, um, I had worked for Best Buy um, for a while and dealt with, you know, more of the, you know, we had an employee that was injured. What do we do with them? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I dealt with that side as far as, you know, inventory staff and, and things like that. Uh, I had never dealt with it from the provider side before. Yeah. Uh, so that was a huge learning curve for a very complicated system <laughs> yeah absolutely um, so, yeah now that you do understand now that you have taken on this new this i mean the, not new to you but the, this whole other world um what does your job include with respects to handling the impairment reports i, I really i don't want to say go-to guy or, or gopher guy but i, I really try to uh, connect dots for the doctor and for in any way, shape or form. Um, uh, Dr. Nakvi, who has been practicing internal medicine for probably longer than I've been alive Mm. uh, and is a wonderful doctor, very easy to work with and very uh, conscientious doctor, Mm. but he doesn't know all of the boxes to check to get an injured worker where he wants them to go. I see. So, um, and so I'll kind of play middleman between, say, a case manager or an adjuster or, you know, and, and him to go, okay, well, what, what do we need to do to get him there? Um, so I, I kind of touch the patient file 
at all points during their treatment before we finally get them um, MMI and released. Hmm. So it's, it's, I guess I'm kind of a catch-all, <laughs> but I don't pretend not, I don't pretend to be a doctor on TV by any means. I just try yeah. to facilitate. Yeah. <laughs> so so what you're telling me is that you're the go-to guy. <laughs> It unfortunately kind of works out that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's good. That's good because from what I understand, the reports are a monster more or less, you know? It's, yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. You have a, you know, the, the patient sees the physician and the patient checks into the clinic and everything. And they, you know, they, they have their, their 20 minute appointment, 30, right. 40 minute appointment and they're out of there. I mean, God forbid they have to drive two hours to find a work comp clinic or something, but you know, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. But the back end of the whole thing is just just paperwork, you know. Um, yes. So there's there's a lot of there's a lot of back and forth between obviously your clinic and the insurance adjuster to get all of the information to collect all the information for the adjuster to say okay this information is adequate in order to you know uh, provide provide the um, um, authorization everything like that can you tell me a little more about the letters from adjusters that are wanting sort of the exams and the reports and such oh man if. If I could give Dr. Alchemy a, a, an Emmy for his help in answering some of those letters, I'd like a Nobel Prize something. Yeah, yeah, uh, he deserves because it. Because the, the letters from these adjusters, when and I, I digress a little bit, but what yeah. drives us insane or, or my doctor insane is he went and said, look, this guy is this percent uh, impaired. We've done as much treatment as is going to get him. He's as good as he's going to get. Here's your report. Here's your rating. Let's, you know, let's everyone get on with their lives more or less. Yeah. And then they come back and nitpick one table for one thing with one range of motion. And it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. And it's frustrating, you know, and the, the, and Dr. For me, Dr. Nockvi, he looks at it and just goes, well, how do they even want me to reply to this? Like I gave them, I gave them the rating and all the data is there. The references are all there. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't even know how to respond to this. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dr. Al- sorry, I'm kind of tangent so much. But oh, that's in, fine. <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, uh, in dealing with the letters, they're so specific to each situation that I, that I, it's very difficult to reply on my own without a little bit of help from Dr. Alchemy. Yeah. Yeah. I hate to, hate to say it and rely on someone, um, but we really don't want to screw up the patient and want mm. to make sure that we're making the most educated reply that we can. Mm-hmm. Um, that's backed up with all the, you know, proper evidence for whatever question they had. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's been a wildly helpful resource. To Dr. Alchemy's credit, I think if there's anything that, um, if there's any superpower that he has, it's that he enjoys it from what I understand. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, yeah, that is, oh, that's awesome. So yeah. So these, these adjuster letters are obviously very, very, I guess, precise, concise, but still it's very hard to tell, you know, it's, it's hard to read what they're going to be pleased or displeased about what they're going to want to see, you know, right. even if, even if, we can look at something and say it seems to be all there. Yeah, that's exactly it. Uh, yeah. And 
you can kind of tell and it, what's also great about with rate fast is that I'll get a heads up from Dr. Alchemy, depending on which, uh, whether we submitted all the range of motions. Uh, mm-hmm. so basically, you know, where we performed all the different exams, or if I use the rate fast express, he'll give me a heads up and go, Hey, you know, based on these measurements or based on this or that, or some sort of lacking evidence, you're probably going to get a letter uh, Let yeah. me know when you do. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, uh, yeah. That is what uh, that is what we call uh, data integrity, which was actually the last, uh, I believe, the last podcast that we did. It's kind of how we how we grade reports and everything, and just say like before you send it in, like you know, take a look at this and that. Um, right. Yeah. That's yeah, been yeah. super so, helpful as well. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So so workers comp is a is a separate beast from the rest of the things going on in a clinic as as we mentioned before if somebody comes Correct. in like a cough or cough or similar urgent care issues you know you kind of send them out the door and everything but um but in your experience um what's it like getting the staff to understand what an MMI is and how to figure it out Well what I really try to explain to my staff is when it comes to MMI it's not all about just getting, how do I put this? Mm -hmm. It's not all about just doing all. It's not, well, it's not anything about doing, you know, just following the path of like, well, we just do 12 physical therapy and we do 12 chiropractic and then we do 12 acupuncture or whatever it is. Uh, Every injury is different. Right. Exactly. So Mm -hmm. don't just fill up the treatment boxes just, just to exhaust them for Mm -hmm. no reason. Uh, we want to really see when that patient is MMI based on what they've done and what Dr. Nakfi has planned going forward, uh, which they've been really, really good. At least the staff I have now, which I, I can't speak uh, highly enough about them because they've really come a long way. Oh, very good. Uh, and, and they really get it. They're like, look, this is, this is as much treatment as a patient that's all he's going to get. And he's not surgical. Um, it, nothing comes back as being surgical. So, or, you know, in that instance. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's get a rating on this guy and let's get him, you know, back to whatever capacity he can with work. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, unfortunately, there aren't a whole lot of seminars around fresno i mean i think there's maybe one or two but they mostly revolve around the billing not around the theories or concepts if you will yeah definitely definitely so it's kind of you know my my information interpreted to them and then hoping that they're getting it the way that i'm thinking it yeah yeah. (laughs) which so far so far (laughs) has worked out pretty good but but um they do get it that you know, if someone's only going to get so good and then we need to get them back to work and hopefully not see them again. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's the best you could hope for, you know? Right. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, so it sounds like with, with the five years of experience that you have in the clinic, uh, you sort of began to be able to sort of read, I don't know, I, I guess I would say trends or, or sort of, if anything, sort of patterns about, what it's like when when certain injuries approach MMI, because yes. it, as you said, it's not it's not a mechanical thing. Everybody's body is different. Everybody heals at a different rate. The, the right. everyone, some people don't treat their injuries responsibly when they're not in the office and things like that. So right, hundred um, percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's and uh, and 
it sounds like every time I, I imagine that every time somebody new comes on board to the clinic or something, you know, they, they have to go from knowing, I don't know, something that is rote or something that is sort of routine to kind of being able to see something from a more intuitive perspective when, when with regards to MMI and things like that. Right. Exactly. And, and Dr. Nakfi is pretty, pretty awesome at, foreseeing certain injuries and going, okay, well, based on the history I've had with other patients and based on this, you know, mechanism of injury, we're probably looking at X, Y, Z long before he's going to be in the MMI zone. Mm. Um, and so, he'll, you know, we'll even look at, okay, well, we've, we've got a visit, we've got two visits on the calendar. Let's hope that this is the range somewhere in here that we can get him get a PR4 report done and get him back to his life, him, he or she, excuse me, um, yeah. back on with their life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it is, a, it's a little bit of a chore not to just treat everybody as, you know, a square peg for a square hole. Yeah. And yeah. Just go through the motions. Uh, but you know, that's, that's, that's our diligence to make sure we don't fall into that category. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, with, with respects to Dr. Dr. Nakvi, Dr. Alchemy and everything like that, you know, I, I think it's, it's sort of in built into a, a doctor's personality. I'm sure even before they become a doctor to have the compassion to not make it a, you know, a, a, a square peg and a square hole kind of thing. You, you have to look at every patient in the eyes and be like, this is a whole different thing than the last person. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And especially for a patient that, well, hopefully they only have one work comp injury, you know, mm -hmm. period. And, yeah. um, but especially to what, you know, the, the general public's normal view of how healthcare works is so wildly different with work comp. Yeah. And managing that expectation can be very difficult as well. Yeah. Um, of like, well, hey, my shoulder's been bugging me. Can I just go see an ortho? Well, it doesn't really work like that. Yeah. Um, as, as much it, as I would love to say that, it, it doesn't. Yeah, as soon as as soon as you have so many other kind of parties in the equation, then then you have I don't know, other things to think about while keeping the patient's best interest in mind. The logistics of doing a rating on your own. Um trying to do the correct history, measurements, rating, future care, apportionment. What does all of this mean and uh, how are clinics supposed to figure it out? What is the logistical sort of milieu of, of you know, taking care of, of the, the history and the measurements and basically just this flood of information that, uh, that, uh, uh, that the adjusters uh, expect to see every time? Man. <laughs> The logistics of one of my, and if it's one of the chiropractor, one of my providers doing a permanent stationary report on their own is really insane to fathom. I don't know if uh, we were doing the PR4 reports up to the standard that they should be done, especially compared to how they're being done now with RateFast. Yeah. And honestly, uh, there's actually from what, from what I understand, uh, almost nobody does. That's, I mean, that's just what I hear, yeah. but you that's know, what I keep hearing, but yeah. you know, I'm not, I'm not throwing other people under the bus, but yeah. I, I keep hearing that. Yeah. They just don't do PR4 reports. And I just go, Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, there's only so many hours in a day. And I mean, like, at what point, you know, at what point are you spending 
so much time doing something that it's not profitable anymore. And that's, that's the, it seems to be the problem for all work comp that, you know, right. Right. Just period. They, so. I mean, there's a huge, and, and I have providers that are, uh, you know, QME certified. I have mm-hmm. a huge amount of respect for them, mm-hmm. uh, but it's really unfortunate how much those QME reports cost and how many providers just basically don't do a PR4 report and expect the insurance company to pay for the QME mm. because they don't, they don't either know how to do a proper rating. They don't want to take the time to do a proper the PR4 reports that I sampled on patients before me being there and especially before using ReadFast, they were not adequate. They just weren't. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't really comment any more than that just because I, I didn't deal with any of the ramifications yeah, yeah. of them. Uh, but, and even that minimal report reports uh, were, uh, still took a lot of time from yeah. the provider. I yeah. mean, even just filling out the form with zero information takes quite a bit of time, especially for someone who expects to be in a room patient facing. Yeah. Uh, I can imagine. It's like uh, when you take a test that you know nothing about that you haven't studied for or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. and not only that, but you're obligated to complete. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. not an option. <laughs> um, and the we just I couldn't see it being done. Mm. Honestly, with an in how with I should say with the PTP himself, mm-hmm. I just couldn't see the legit. I couldn't see it being done. It'd be yeah. next to impossible. And definitely not in an eight-hour day hard pressed in a 12 hour day. Yeah. Probably difficult in a 16 hour day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's that. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. There's not really, there's, there's not really a, as you said, there's not too much information out there as to sort of the, the exact protocol to follow in order for an adjuster to be satisfied. You know? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, so, so the PTP is doing the best they can you're doing the best you can to interpret, you know, information that was, you know, just grabbed in, in an appointment, you know, you, you have to almost like wait for your next appointment to follow up with anything in order to get the next report that, you know, so. so yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. the logistics sound haywire just intrinsically. <laughs> so. Yeah. And, and then you're trying to come up with a, a statistical number for something that you that you don't that without I mean, with unless you're really comfortable as as you guys are, are comfortable with unless you're really really comfortable with those tables and you know and you're extremely objective with the evidence that statistic the rating is going to come out wildly different definitely um, and and that's one I think that's another reason why people don't do the PR4s more often mm-hmm. is because they're afraid of putting a number down mm-hmm. because now you're tying that provider's license to something oh definitely uh, and that's really scary for them so then they can just kind of back up and go well let the qme deal with it um and and there we go yeah uh i mean gives there's a lot of work for qmes out there but i mean there doesn't there doesn't have to be you know right. I, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. exactly um so and less waiting for the patient and the insurance company as well <laughs> I, I i think if i was going to give it one word that was encompassing of everything, it would be efficient. Um, It it organizes the information. It it organizes everything 
as as far as a central point uh, much better than us doing it on our own. Uh, yeah. Even down, I mean, it's even down to like say, well, it's you know, it's PR four time, and now I have a plan. I know what's going to happen on the next visit. I know I've got a very straightforward process as far as how to get everything submitted, mm-hmm. um, and then it's all there and it's not going anywhere. And I don't, we're we are not an EMR. We're still on paper charts, mm-hmm. and some people would say, well, that's you know, seems inefficient. Mm-hmm. Honestly, the providers love it. That they prefer paper charts. Um, okay. But the RateFast system, being all electronic, is a great way to sort of mesh those together. Because I can throw stuff in, I can print stuff up. It's there forever. It's in, you know I can search stuff really easily, um, and it just goes into a patient chart, and then I'm done with it. I don't have to to deal with it uh, anymore after they're done. If that makes any sense. Yeah, absolutely. So, Efficiency and accuracy are our flagship terms <laughs> right yeah. To go yeah. For. yeah so so very glad to hear that very glad to hear that i mean yeah um, absolutely we've been very happy yeah with, with especially that part yeah and, and even the even the billing i mean the, the some of the codes and the the additional pages and things like that are on the reports and mm-hmm. it's cool to be able to tie that with our regular HIPAA claims and go see this is that that is this everything corresponds you know we're not hiding anything very glad to hear that. I mean, you know, as I mentioned, it's something that that Dr. Alchemy is passionate about, you know, and it's and as I have worked with the company, I've begun to see sort of what he's doing about it and why he needs to do it. And it's amazing to me that, you know, that there hasn't been that many more people who have jumped on the opportunity to kind of fix the system in the first place. So great to actually hear firsthand what's with how it's helping. Yeah, absolutely. If your clinic wants to know more about writing successful PR4 reports, drop into our blog at blog.rate-fast.com or visit our product page at rate-fast.com. And if you want someone to just flat out do the thing for you, visit ratefastexpress.com. Again, ratefastexpress.com. No dash in that one.